Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. So here's top five SEC observations. Number five, Kentucky's a team to watch, in my opinion. I don't know what's going to happen this week against Georgia. Um, It probably doesn't bode well for Kentucky that... A, they're playing this game in Athens, and B, Georgia got a, a scare put into them last week by a very, call I'll call them mediocre at best Auburn team right now, as Hugh Freeze tries to rebuild that program. But they make big plays. They make really big plays. Uh, Ray Davis, the running back, really, really uh, a fun player to watch. Uh, Devin Leary at quarterback hasn't been quite as good as I thought he would be in Liam Cohen's offense yet, but I do think he's he's a really solid player. Maybe just a, a little bit of a, you know, if, if Will Levis is an A-minus quarterback, then I think that you've got Devin Leary at a B-plus uh, who could, could even be better. So I think they're a team to watch. They're going to be interesting down the stretch uh, and – you know, maybe they could be the team that finally ends George's winning streak, but I do think there's someone to watch. Mark Stoops does a good job. 14.5-point favorite, so I just looked at some picks. Yeah. So that's a pretty good spread for a team in Georgia that is kind of just, you know, they just kind of, maybe they're bored. I don't know. I think they're they're somewhat bored, yeah. Um, I think the the hard part for Kentucky is how are they going to run the football as effectively with Ray Davis as they, as, you know, like last week's example. Uh, that's not likely against the Georgia defense. No. So you're going to need, you know, Devin Leary to, to have a much bigger game and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, that's that's a team that's that's been good for, you know, going on a while now. I mean, this has been, you know, pretty consistent. Uh, but the 5-0 start, that's obviously pretty special. Mm-hmm. You know, can they finish it out strong enough? But, I mean, they've won, you know, 10 games a couple of times in the past decade. They've been to multiple bowl games. Mark Stoops has done a really good job there. And they're not a team that you can just say is a pushover any given week. I mean, that's a team that you have to – you know, be be alert and be aware, and they can knock you off. But yeah, I mean, it's Georgia, so uh, I'm I'm just I don't know how they're gonna be able to because Ray Davis isn't rushing for 200 plus yards, most likely. If he does, though, man alive, I will be first thing Monday show talking about how wrong I was because that would be something else to behold. But yeah, yeah, it's gonna be tough. Number four, will the SEC West winner have two losses? I keep thinking about this because I just don't like. Alabama now seems like if they can, again, because they have Nick Saban, that they might be able to coach around these problems. I don't see A&M going through this thing unscathed. I just don't, Uh, especially with the backup quarterback. Max Johnson is a good backup quarterback to have, but he's still the backup quarterback. Uh, LSU is a team 
that defensively Garrett Shagan has had. They're an absolute mess. But at any given moment, they can haul off and score 45 on you. So sometimes that defense won't matter right. as much. If A&M wins at home against Alabama, and I know they have the rest of their schedule, but doesn't that put them in the driver's seat? It absolutely does. But, again, this could be the SEC West doing a little Big 12 where they cannibalize each other a little uh, bit. That's true. You know, so that's what I'm wondering if – that's where it is because, look, Ole Miss has shown that it has problems. And really, you know, you take Mississippi State and Auburn kind of out of this discussion, but it's really a four-team race right now with LSU, Bama, uh, A&M, and Ole Miss, and Ole Miss just having beaten LSU. So, yeah, there's there's a good shot. And I say when I say two losses, I mean two losses in conference sure. because all these teams all have at least one loss at a conference so what, far. What is A&M's crossover game? Is it uh, South Carolina? South still. Carolina, okay. For the last time that one. Let's make let the SEC, let's make this a rivalry. Is Alabama's Tennessee? Yes, I believe so. Okay, all right. So, yeah, because that would be the, the flip back of the, of last, you know. Yep. Of last year. So, you know, and look, Tennessee's not really, you know, anything to be, you know, shaking in your boots about right now either. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're okay. You know, so, I mean, I think there's a good shot that this, this comes out where, the SEC West winner is is maybe nine and three or ten to two overall, and they're all six and two, two or three at six and two in the conference. Yeah, well, I believe that happened last year with LSU, did it not? Six and two in the conference. Yeah, I believe yeah. it did, yeah. but it hadn't happened uh, as far as the West goes in a really long time. That I can best tell, maybe it was back in 07 LSU had two losses. The East, it's happened a couple of times. But uh, yeah, last year's LSU team was six and two, um, but it has not happened uh, very frequently. And this year does set up to be one of those where yeah, it could very well work out that way, um, where they all just beat up on each other. Absolutely, because Alabama never lost, or if they did, they lost maybe once. Uh, let's and see. So there you go. Seven and one, ten and zero. Oh, uh, LSU was eight and zero. Oh, Bama eight and zero. Oh, Auburn seven and one. I mean, I could go on and on and on. Yeah. But the, the last time the Western champion had two losses, as best 07. I could tell, was that 07 LSU team uh, that beat Tennessee, who also was a two loss uh, division uh, team out of the East. So yeah, it's been a while. Number three, Bama might have fixed themselves. They might. They might have. Like I, the way I've watched in the last couple of weeks, they might have fixed themselves enough to where they can coach around all this because the defense is playing out of its mind right now. So if that continues, and we'll see, because they're they're playing an A and M offense that's pretty solid and has some serious, seriously good weapons on the outside, then then maybe number two doesn't happen, and Bama just rolls on and gets over their little you know, early season freak out and, and rolls too. I don't think that's the case because I think Jalen Milrow will have to throw more effectively to help them win some of these games, particularly LSU. Like, I I, I know that they'll be able to run the ball against LSU, but I do think that they're going to have to probably throw it more effectively against LSU when they play them. So, but still, if you look at what's going on in Alabama, I think before we had kicked dirt on Nick Saban, just let him figure it out because he can figure it out pretty quickly. Well, I mean, they're still the most talented team arguably in the country no matter yeah. what their record was yeah. and no matter how young or inexperienced anybody may be, especially a quarterback. Uh, so it's easier said than than done, of course, but it's also easier for them to do than just about anybody. And uh, I just think they're playing really good defense and they're going to have a strong defense. And then, you know, just hope that Milrow's able to guide them and make some plays here and there. But, um, yeah, I, I think that uh, they've they've kind of – 
realize their identity and what it's going to look like winning moving forward. And I think that that's what, yeah, is, is maybe how they fix themselves, just realizing who they are and what they're capable of doing and what they aren't and what they're not, you know, probably best at doing. And so, yeah, they're going to play defense and, you know, as Hope Mill Road takes care of the football and, and makes some plays here and there. And, um, yeah, it's still Alabama at the end of the day. So for as much as people wanted to read last rights because – that's been a, a want for a lot of people for like 15 years now at this point. Uh, I'm not counting out Saban until it's all said and done just because they lost to Texas. I mean, come on now. They, yeah. they lost the turnover battle 2 nothing when Milrow threw two deadly picks against uh, the Horns. They won the turnover battle 2-1 to against Ole Miss. I think it was 1-1 with whoever it was after that. They won. They picked off three passes against Mississippi State. They're yeah. starting to have their disruptive okay. plays. Yeah, absolutely. And here's the other thing. Nick Saban had the backbone and the confidence to play two terrible quarterbacks against USF and win that game so that he could send a message to the guy who's the most talented of the bunch. Yeah. And it worked. Well, I mean, so far, it's worked. Yeah. No, he, it may have gotten him refocused and also stopped being selfish. Yeah. I mean, that that is, you know, there you go, Nick Saban. Number two, LSU's defense needs help. I will let Garrett comment on this, on what he thinks needs to happen. Uh, I'm of the belief that, well, Pete Jenkins coming out of retirement isn't going to help much. Um, He's done that five or six yeah, times. Yeah, he, he, it's been a while. I'm of the belief that uh, Matt Rule and Baylor set LSU back firmly when Matt Rule went and took the Panthers job, and then Baylor took Aranda and dismantled our whole coaching staff. And this is where you're at. Uh, so I've been taken aback by all the Baylor fans who have complained about Dave Aranda and the lack of defense excellent, defensive excellence because it's complete blasphemy and ignorant, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I would, I would gladly like to have Dave Aranda back on the bayou, but that's not going to happen. So this is where we're at. Mm. Right, there you yeah. go. I mean, Baylor's defense has had some warts. We know that. But, Baylor, but I get what you're saying. We know. Hey, what talent. the hell's happened to the guy – the, the the Harold Perkins? Yes. I don't know. They're, I don't know. They're playing with the wrong position. Exactly. I know that they did that earlier. Are they still doing that? Yes, that's okay. annoying. By uh, the way, just a trivia question. Remember when Joe Brady was like the hottest yes. name in coaching? <laughs> Y'all even know where he is now? I have he, no was, he was with the Bills last that year. That was the last He's place I saw him. Quarterback's yeah, yeah. coach for the Bills. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Well, they got a pretty damn good quarterback yeah. in Josh Allen. And that's also Matt Rule's fault because he took Joe Brady exactly. from LSU. Yeah, it is. Right. Took him to Carolina. Yeah. Number one. Uggas gettable. They're gettable. Now, will they get got? Eh, who knows? But they're gettable. This is not, this team is not uh, the imperial uh, death force that they were a year ago. They're still very good and one of the best teams in the country by far. But because, like we talked about, they're a little bit bored, they have a new quarterback, you know, that, look, you, you don't lose you know, like 40 NFL guys off two years of a roster and then look the same, even though a year and a half from now, it's probably going to be at the same kind of look, but this is a younger team. They've got to, to kind of really come through this, but they're gettable. They certainly, they're not rolling out and, and drilling people like they were. So they can be, I just don't know if they will be because sometimes if you can get through those things like Auburn, then you know, you, you just move on or through even it. South Carolina, they've trailed by double digits in the last two games at a, a, a halftime or during the first half. That's that's playing with fire. 
Yeah, I mean, they are they are gettable, like you said. I mean, that was evidenced by last weekend. They were in a position to, to potentially lose that game. Um, you know, it's been weird. I was mentioning Ray Davis. Like, the odds of him running like he did last weekend against Florida are pretty slim. But, I mean, Georgia's run defense isn't, like, what you would expect, like, like the top-level, top-notch to be. Like, there is some some room there to run a little bit potentially for Kentucky. Their pass defense has been really good though. And then on offense, I think that they're still trying to find their run game a little bit. Like they had a string of like NF, like every position is a string of NFLers, but um, you know, I think that that's still a work in progress. So uh, the running offense and running defense, I think are, are two areas you could look where maybe they're not exposed, but they're a little bit vulnerable and we'll see how Kentucky can maybe, you know, uh, I guess attack those areas, but they're still, light years better than basically every other team in the country in, in many ways, if not always. And so, uh, yeah, they're, they're still tough to top as was evidenced last weekend, but there's, there's some team out there that can knock them off on the right Saturday or in the, in the right, uh, the right moment. All right, yeah. Paul, there you go. They're gettable. Uh, he, no one's got a gettable. They are gettable. Uh, Georgia board will find out because uh, Kentucky is a team that doesn't make a lot of mistakes. They don't screw up very much. And obviously, they are a team that can can play with you physically, too. This has been a Rogue Media Network 